Hey y'all, it's Kemeny. And it's Christina from Truth Table. And you all have been asking us ways that you can actually partner and support Truth Table. And we have now created a Patreon. Hey, this is the deal. We need your help. We need your resources to make this happen. Go on over to patreon.com slash truthstable and partner with this work. Welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, See How you doing, girl? I'm doing good today. I am doing, you know, one one day at a time, one okay. moment at a time. You know, just, just still on this side, you know. <laughs> we still on this side. <laughs> we still out here living. So. We is. Yeah, How about you, ma'am? How are you today? I'm good. It's summertime, so you can't tell me nothing. I don't care. Bad day, good day, it's still summertime. So. Amen, amen. <laughs> Thank God for the sun. Thank God. You know, I'm grateful for that. I'd be about that vitamin D life. Um, <laughs> now, where's where's uh, Em at, see? You know, she's uh, doing, you know, busy doing what she do now in St. Louis. The people know. They know. They know she out there. <laughs> they know. They know, girl. Really she know. is. She in and out in them court streets. She working it out for our uh, people. Um, but <laughs> today I am so excited because it's a Black Girl Magic episode. Cue the charms. And y'all, I am so excited about who we got at the table, Mahogany Jones is sitting with Come us, on, y'all. Welcome to the table, Mahogany. How you I, doing, girl? I am so blessed to have a seat at this particular table. Thank you, ladies, so much for inviting me. I'm so glad you were able to come, sis. So very glad. Like, can I just tell you that um, before I read your bio and tell the people who you are? Every time I like hear your name, I think, oh, mahogany, mahogany. Yes, yes. I love it. This is my life. I'm so <laughs> Oh my goodness, y'all. Just in case y'all don't know who Mahogany Jones is, let me put y'all up on game, okay? Mahogany Jones is a lyrical force. She is a recording and performing um, artist, arts educator, and U.S. musical ambassador who served 18 countries to date. As a hip-hop soul artist, she has shared stages with acts such as The Roots, India Irie, Kem, Moonchild, I love Moonchild, Royce the Five Nine, Lecrae, love Lecrae too, uh, Rhapsody, love her too, Kareem Riggins, and the like. Recently a TEDx speaker, she was awarded a 2018 Detroit Music Awards Outstanding Rap MC and is most noted as a four-time undefeated BET's 106 and Park Freestyle Friday Battle Champion. Her latest album is Sugar Water, and she's working on some new things, y'all. So welcome to the table, Mahogany. Welcome, sis. Blessings. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. We are honored to have you, the God MC at the table, as we used to say back in the 90s. I'm dating myself. I don't even care. (laughs) You keep playing. You're doing all these heavy hip-hop references. You're not messing around. I'd be like, "Uh, what's up with that? Can I get a verse, though? 
<laughs> you know, the Lord keeps me humble. That's why you don't give me no rapping gift. You know, I just be talking on you. Don't do the rapping rap. You just be talking well. Okay, I understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> just talking well. Just talking well. I just be talking well. You know, I just be talking. I be talking right. You know. So, mahogany. Talk to our sisters. Tell us first of all, first and foremost, about your faith journey. Then we gonna get oh, into gosh. some of this hip hop because I want to know some things <laughs> well I just it's you know I love I just really love how God is such a an amazing orchestrator you know what I'm saying we go right. we watch these movies and That's we pick sure. up these directors mm-hmm. you know like Ava DuVernay or you know mm-hmm. people who can really mm-hmm. tell a story but God know how to put a story together um, well. I grew up actually uh, from my mom born in New York um, went to California so my mom can be with my dad. Relationship did not work. Mm-hmm. Six, moved back home. My grandmother, my mother. But we were coming back home to go to a particular church. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mother was really excited about this church and went to this church. And I was six years old and I learned all this stuff about Jesus. And I learned about like, you know, how Christmas was false and, you know, we don't need that to, you know, we just need communion mm. to represent Jesus. And I was all in six years old on fire. I told my grandma, like, don't get me no Christmas gifts. We don't need no <laughs> Christmas tree. I'm team Jesus. I'm getting baptized. Period. Right. <laughs> so I'm on fire um, at six and we're going to this church faithfully. Um, and I also go to the school that's affiliated with the church. I grew up in this church um, some around I don't know, maybe I'm like 10 and some controversy stirs up around this church. Mm. I'm getting ready to go to school, ironing my uniform with my grandmother. And I look at the no- news and lo and behold, I see my pastor in handcuffs. So I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? You know, wow. so there's these accusations of him molesting women and um, taking wow. money and doing all this stuff. But, you know, we're devout, you know, and yeah. also a very strange caveat with this particular church is that we are the true church of God. And so for the dispensation Uh, of time, we are the only church that knows and has the truth. And so I've been, you know, this is what I know since I've been six, I'm 10. I see these accusations. It's just persecution. Um, Time Mm. moves forward. Um, And my mother stops going to church. I'm like, well, what's going on, mommy? Now I'm 13. And she's Mm. like, well, you know, the things that were said about pastor, they're true. He approached me and I'm like, Mm. man, you tripping. You told me all my life this is where I got to be. I got to get filled with the Holy Spirit and I got to go to this only church that I could be saved. My mother said, you know, your relationship with God is your relationship with God and mine is mine. And you do what Mm. you feel you need to do to maintain that. I'm Mm. just good. And mm. so do that until mm. I'm about 18 years old, um, get a phone call late in the late in the midnight hour. And it's three of my friends. And my friends are like, Sharice, you know, we heard that you've been going down to the office. And I'm like, so I need to have a relationship with my pastor. I guess I'm an adult. I mean, he's a creepy old white guy, but I mean, hey, he's my mm. pastor. This is what I know. And they're wow. like, stop going down there. And I'm like, why? And so my good friend, my best friend at the time is like, um, because what happened to your mother has happened to me and worse. And so that was actually his granddaughter. And it was other girls and it was other oh women. My Lord. And I found out that my, what my mother said was true. And so I'm like, well, you know, thank God, God for the blood. Thank God for grace. And so we, I'm like, you know, being a little activist I was even then was like, yo, we just going to go talk to him. He going to repent. You know what I'm saying? We going right. to get it right because wow. this is salvation on the line. 
go talk to him. He denies everything, of course, and then puts us on blast. And that by the time I'm Mm. 18, I didn't go to college. Mm. I lived in New York. I didn't go to college anywhere else because I needed to be at the church. You know what I'm saying? If I got married, Mm. my husband needed to come to the church. Um, And even that, I started dating someone and they were Christian. I'm like, well, you have to come to my church in order for us to be together. He thought it was kind Mm. of weird, but he was even willing. So all these things are tinging on this church. And then I find Mm. out that it's all a farce. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, if this is Jesus, I think I'm okay. And so I had started studying a whole bunch of different faiths, you know, and especially because I lived in, I lived in Brooklyn. I was going to college in Manhattan. I was around arts community and, you know, everything from like Egyptology to the gods and earth to mm-hmm. let me just explore. And so I started exploring. Um, but after a year of exploring, I still felt empty. And I remembered the time that I had spoken in my heavenly prayer language and was just kind of like shyly or coyly asked, you know, I went in the bathroom, I'll never forget. It, and I was like, God, I know I've been ratchet, but if you're still with me, like, Come can on. you show yeah. me, you know, and I pray I spoke and I was like, okay. Um, and then that was pretty much that um, along me finding myself artistically, uh, aside from growing as an artist, I, um, was a wardrobe stylist assistant um, and was doing all these different prominent jobs and was just like, man, you know, I would love to be able to launch and do this on my own. And Mm -hmm. so I started to put together my portfolio and was like, man, I need models. I'm on the train. I see this woman with this fabulous Afro come to find out um, she was like a big time, like makeup artist. And she had done prints. She had Mm -hmm. done, you know, um, all these people with essence and all these different labels, but she was I didn't know at the time, but she was an on-fire Christian. And so she asked me about God. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, you know, I tell her, she's like, yeah, you're not a Christian. You're spiritual, but you're not a Christian. And I clutched all kinds of pearls. Well, like, yeah, I know, that's right. well, I've been going to church my whole life. What are you talking about? Look, 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 make that thing plain. Make it plain. <laughs> Can't nobody get you together like a black Christian woman, okay? <laughs> she can get you all the way together. She's like, no, nah, that's not what you are. <laughs> what you, are right? you are deceived about this stuff. <laughs> you are deceived. That's what you are. So I said, <laughs> right. So I said, okay. She's like, well, I'm going to help you with your portfolio. She's like, but I want you to come to my house. And, I, and she happened to live a block away from me down the street, which was also like, what? Are you serious? Like, it was very like, okay. So I go to her house and she does a devotional with me. And I'd never done this before. Like, you know, I'd spent time with the Lord, but she really walked me through what it would look like to really set aside to have intimate time with the Lord. So, you know, we we picked a subject, we found scriptures, we sang to the Lord, you know, um, and we just had, we just had what she called quiet time. And mm. I was like, mm, okay. Then that later that night, she had women come over. And I didn't know what was going on. Other industry, quote unquote, women. And they right. were. They were makeup artists. They were on the up and up. And it's like, yeah, you know, some of these women can help you too with your portfolio. Um, but they're also believers. And I was like, oh. Wow. And Amazing. Then one wow. woman, you know, unfolded her testimony to me how, you know, since she had come to faith, you know, before she, you know, she's super promiscuous. And now mm. that she's been mm-hmm. in the faith, like, you know, she, you know, she's been dating guys, but she hasn't even kissed any of them. So I'm falling mm. out because I didn't know nothing about that life. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Dang, come on, give me some of that Jesus. That's amazing. Um, 
And then so she shared a scripture with me. And I think it, I want to say it was like first John, the second chapter. And it was mm. just like, you know, if any man says that he loves me, but he doesn't obey me, he's a liar. Wow. And it broke me all the way down because it's like, I knew I, you know, my whole life, like I said, I was six, I was on fire. I was team mm. Jesus. Mm. Um, but really kind of just was on my own program and was just like, Lord, you know, I love you and I don't want to be a liar and I don't want to be without you. And that was the beginnings of this journey, you know, wow. and I think since um, it's been it's been a very interesting ride. I've learned a lot about the nature of God and I've gone from you know, just coming into a relationship with God and just realizing that I was scared to be in a relationship with Jesus because it required commitment and trust and trust. You know, it's almost like when somebody important in your life dies and then it's yeah. hard for you to connect in relationship with them because you're like, well, anything can go away. And mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. I think I felt in my relationship with Jesus. And so I've gone from Man, I think I've gone from being in the pocket to I got it just right. Like I'm relying on you, Jesus, and everything that I'm doing is an outflow of my love for you to going super left. I mean, super right, right and just right. being super righteous. Like I, I did this check. I did this check. I did, I'm right. the best Christian there is out here in these streets. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and now just being in a place where, you know, I've fallen in so many different ways and God is just still holding my hand and just constantly reminds me that, Ooh. you know, um, that he's the good work he's starting in me. He's going to complete, Come he's on. going to finish it, that he's invested. Um, mm. And so that's just the space that I'm in right now. And my journey is, okay, God, this is a journey. You're invested. What you say comes to pass let's let's figure this out and let's see what this looks like and really just wanting to just seeing a lot of things that man has implemented into christianity and just wanting to be like okay god what does it look like to love like you say love and what does that look like to love you and then that be a byproduct of me being able to love myself and then that being a byproduct of being able to properly love other people and be unwavering in the fact Mm. that you are real. And a lot of what's done in your name may not be real and may be misappropriated and manhandled uh, with a lot of man, but you are the (laughs) truth. Right. You know, so that's it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Story mahogany man, that was that was a story. Now you talked, <laughs> you, you talked about how the, how the Lord can orchestrate a story, and and certainly oh, we are we are a part of that masterpiece. And that story took some tosses and turns that I wasn't even ready for. I was like, wow, <laughs> she is yeah. coming with it. You know, I, I I have a question about how you you know how you developed a love for hip hop, but even before I think we go to that question listening to a bit of your faith journey that you shared, I, you know, I was curious about when, when you come out of a space and this is my word, not yours, mm. when you come out of a, a kind of a religious space that, a is, cult. that yeah, that's a cult, that's cult life, <laughs> yeah. right? That mm-hmm. is, is a cult that requires um, loyalty to a person mm-hmm. um, where you cannot um, offer any critique. You can't ask any questions um, mm-hmm. when um, the moral leader is, overtly immoral and but, mm-hmm. but will not and cannot be disciplined um mm-hmm. i'm wondering if even now in your in your christian faith are there times when the legalism that's in those spaces creeps up and how you resist that you know it's very and it's funny because even the woman 
who, you know, mm. who God used, right. she was a part of Church of Christ. Mm. And I could smell as soon as I was like, what? What you mean? That dispensation of time. What? We, I, yeah. I was baptized already. What you mean yeah. I get baptized in? Well, oh, this is a cult. Okay. Bye-bye. But thank you. And I'm so grateful the Lord used you. <laughs> Appreciate <Yeah>. you. <laughs> wow. You know, so I'm just, you know, I'm just learning more and more. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, it, I, it's half and half. I think it's, you know, you take the wheat with the tear. I think you mm-hmm. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. I think that there's still something, and I'm in, I'm in a very interesting space right now with my faith because I do believe that there's things that are that are happening in American Christendom that are oh we just always cut the butt off the roast. Cut, why? Because that's just what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I understand the importance of I understand the importance of not going rogue. You know, I understand the importance of, you know, fellowship and, and, and you know, not forsaking the fellowship of the brethren. Sure. Um, I understand the importance of, of biblical disciplines, um, of, you know, constantly needing to spend time in the word and to renew sure. your mind and to wash your mind. And, you know, those are basic tenets that can't be negated. Um, and I'm just asking that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just in a space where I'm like, okay, God, help me to be diligent to pray for like my personal walk and then help me to be diligent to pray for what is happening with the body. Mm. You know? Amen. Amen. So, well, thank you yeah. for sharing that. And I, you know, I, I think it's amazing how um, God does not require perfection, right, mm-hmm. to get to us. And he doesn't uh, even require perfect messengers, right? So, yeah. Tell us a little bit about how you developed this love for hip hop. Tell us the hip hop story. <laughs> well, not um, to be confused with love and hip hop. Love and hip hop. It's, yes. it's your love which, for hip hop, which is very interesting. So, <laughs> um, so my family actually is um, a music industry family. My aunt was the first um, vice president. Um, of any record label. She was the vice president of Atlantic Records. She was the first woman and black vice president of a label. Um, wow. Okay. And that opened the door Amazing. for my grandmother, who was the assistant to Doug Morris, who now is the CEO of Sony. Um, and at the time was um, the CEO of Atlantic Records. And then my mom, she did radio promotion for Warner Brothers. So I was just always around music, you know, Always. Yeah. And I grew up in New York City. So mm. double whammy because it's the home <laughs> of hip hop. And I happen to be the same age as hip hop. I was born in 78. Hip hop was birthed around there. Um, there and go. so just always around it, loved it. Um, my first artist that I love was MC Light. I remember I would wait for my throat yeah. to get sore. So I would sound just like her. <laughs> and I would spit all her verses in fifth grade and be killing it. Ah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, but was very, really struggled with. Um, and still have my battles with insecurities and self-esteem and just was like, yeah, women don't really do that. Even though it was a ton of women who were doing it, I didn't mm-hmm. think me as a woman can do it. I was like, mm-hmm. I can do poetry like Maya Angelou or Nikki Giovanni, but you know, rap, rap is not for women. I can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. 16 years old, I meet this guy who is actually a solid believer, but at the time was like in the middle of his faith too. He invites us over to crib. He's like, do your rap. My best friend who is now a lawyer, but was rapping was a beast. And she's not rapping anymore, but I was the worst. I sucked. And he's like, man, you should keep doing your thing. I kept doing my thing. The same year that I rededicated my life to the Lord, 
I, you know, I didn't even talk to the Lord about wanting to rap. You know, I was just kind of like, it's just something I wanted to do. But I ran into a woman um, and her name was Tony Blackman. And she had this artist development thing called Freestyle Union. Mm. And she didn't live too far from me. Again, maybe about 20 minutes away in Brooklyn. And I was going every week. And that same, at the end of the year, um, got presented the opportunity um, to do BET's 106 and Park Freestyle Friday. And out of all the people who were in the collective who were rapping, they had been rapping longer than me. I'd only been rapping for a year. But right. she approached me and she's like, look, you're going to represent Freestyle Union on BET's 106 and Park. We're going to send wow. you. And I'm like, wow. me? Why me? I'm not even that good. And so wow. I prayed to the Lord. I was like, Lord, please don't have me out here looking stupid. I want to win four times. Wow. Um, and each time I win, I'll give you, I'll give you props. I said it just like that. <laughs> Look at me for my. There um, you go. And the Lord honored it. And when I got my fourth win, I said, "Well, thank you. This has been real and deuces." But I knew from then I was like, "Now nah, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm going to do." That is so, so amazing. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. And so um, I'm. A, I, I'm not going to ask you to kick a rhyme yet, but I am going to ask you. To do it. <laughs> but I, you know what? It's, as one who is um, a prolific, really um, hip hop MC, um, uh, woman MC, I'm. I'm wanting you to speak to us just about your own experience with uh, misogyny um, in Christian hip hop and. Um, outside of Christian hip hop, just regular um, uh, mainstream, I'm sorry, mainstream hip hop. And just can you talk to us just about your own experience with that and how you navigate that and what what you do with that? Uh, you know, it, it, it's funny, you know, it's it's funny, but it's unfortunate. Um, it's like the WNBA. It's like certain things um, mm-hmm. that people just have a hard time embracing women um, being a part of. And, you know, and I just kind of want to speak to this. And again, not to throw shade, but I feel like two things that we really have to begin to reconcile if we're really going to be like, really start experiencing the power of Jesus and experiencing the power Mm -hmm. of being a body. Mm -hmm. We have to address racism and we have to address sexism. So I can't really trip too hard about the sexism or the misogyny that I experienced in holy hip hop or Christian hip hop, because there's a lot of sexism that's just in Christianity in general in Mm -hmm. America, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just really stemmed from that. You know, a lot of the thoughts of the ideas that women shouldn't be speaking in public or that women Mm. shouldn't be sharing certain platforms or that like, yeah, you're good. You're just not as good as them or all, you know, the, the age old tale, like, yeah, well, it's not a lot of good Christian women rappers. It's like, I would hear that all the time, but I could list off like 20 women Mm. who I knew were amazing, Mm. you know? So it's really encouraging now. I mean, I don't know how much in that sphere um, I'm still considered or still moved, even though I'm really um, Kingdom Choice Award is honoring me this year, which I'm so grateful for. Awesome. Um, I'm really, yeah, that's a blessing. But for the most part, I I feel like I wasn't, I didn't have a seat at that table or I wasn't right. really given a mm. seat at that table. But, you know, with that, God made provision for me to go into other arenas, which I'm really grateful for. And oddly enough, yeah. I didn't really experience as much misogyny in those other circles and was really kind of given freedom and carte blanche to just kind of like, oh, you rap, you do music, you're good. Great. Run it. Can we have more? 
okay, mm. awesome. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yeah, wow. That's, I mean, it, that's in a, in some ways it is. I'm glad you haven't experienced as much, you know, misogyny um, in the circles that you're in. But yeah, it is. It is definitely an indictment on the church, right? That 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 is something that you have experienced, right? In those in the circles, um, at least with CHH and and whatnot. But but it's know, dope. The, I mean, like I said, I'm looking that. I it's it's really. I feel like it's been something that has been a cancer, but I'm mm. really proud of our community because I, for years we've addressed it. We've been talking about it. There's been forums about it, you know? Um, and I right. see that I see healing, you know, and I think what would be awesome. And that's where our power is too, um, is we need to understand our power together. You know, yeah. that, that ministries and that movements happen when, um, both when roles are able to function in their function in a healthy way and we're able to undergird and support one another. Where I think it gets dangerous is I think a lot of times, or sometimes I feel like male counterparts may feel as if we want to usurp or we want, I'm totally all about, you know, headship and submitting and understanding role and function and place mm-hmm. and not in a, not in a demeaning way but in a real way like we all have a role to play and i think Mm. if we can begin to do that together i think that yeah i mean i'm just mad encouraged i'm so happy to see like god over money sign um anomaly um i'm happy to see you know reach records have its first sign artist you know i'm saying even though loki i i hope i don't know what's up with natalie lauren she's so dope so i I know that she's songwriting and doing her thing but Mm -hmm. you know just i'm happy to see those developments yeah yeah there's movement there's movement. yeah it's movement you know and it would be nice to see more than just one or two women on a bill um maybe just two let me not just say one it'd be nice to see two women on a bill with other men as opposed to it always being a ladies event when it's like women in hip-hop it's got to just only be the ladies it's like right it doesn't have to be that Right, 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 right. Some of that parody coming in, but at least, but you're right. I'm glad. I'm glad you acknowledge that there is some movement. I think that is important to acknowledge. Right, we all in process, Lord. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I know. We, we all in process, and um, when you when we're speaking about movement and changes and things, you actually started um your own movement, a nonprofit um um called Pure Movement. Can you talk to us about what that is and what it stands for, and and how our sisters can learn more about that? So it's definitely in a growth process. It's been, this is uh, its sixth year and it started from um, me actually being very hurt. I was at uh, some show in Florida and some guy came up to me and was like, oh, we're so happy that you're here to rap for our sisters. And it was like a mixed audience. And I was like, oh, well, why is not what I say relevant for both men and women? Because when men rap to us, we don't say that to the men. Mm. And God was like, yeah, so you're going to do an album and it's going to be for women. I was like, or no, I'm so sick of being pegged just for being my gender. Like, can I just do the right. rapidity rap? And God right. was like, nope, that's what you're going to do. So did the album um, and did it with, couldn't just do it by myself, did it with other women, did it with other men. Um, and then my friend, she challenged me, my best friend, shout out to Jane Marie, and said, well, yeah, you got this music. I'm so happy that you and Ironic have done this. But now, now what? You know, what happens when the music stops? And I'm like, people going to listen to the music and talk about it. And they're going to change their mind. She was like, no, nah, it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> she, I was like, really? She's like, no. She's like, you need to 
put people in conversations. We should have events. And I was like, okay. She's like, yeah. And don't you, she's like, and there should be more discussion. Like, don't you want to do a devotional? And I was like, oh, that's a lot. I don't know about that. She's just like, well, why don't you do a curriculum? And I was like, a curriculum? She's like, yeah, why don't you do like a 12-week curriculum for like young women? And I was like, okay. And so that's kind of evolved. And so a pure movement in itself is part social media campaigns and awareness it's part events. And so we have uh, three annual events. Um, one is um, Pure Purple, which speaks out against domestic violence. And that happens mm-hmm. every October. Yes. Yes. The other is Denim Day. And it was Detroit, but now it'll be Denim Day where I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. And so that is for uh, sexual assault awareness um, and just creating more advocates um, and people who will be able to support people who've experienced that. And then um, something I do for Women's Month called Not Your Assumptions. Um, and so, yeah. So, and the last part, like I said, is a 12-week curriculum for young women um, to just help them be invested in discovering purpose. And just Pure's mission overall is to restore um, the respect and the beauty that we should have for the role and the function of women in society. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Wow. You know, um, I know, Mahogany, that you uh, recently got married. Mm. Uh-huh. 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 And uh we we won't get into the uh the the, the Twitter beef Akimni uh, about one twelve and jagged edge and the song Let's Get Married, but I, I could segue into that song I right done now. It all. Lisa, uh-huh. Lisa uh-huh. Done 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 relationships. Come on, Jagged done Edge. Oh <laughs> But but with that musical segue, can you talk a little bit about what you've maybe yeah, this this new phase in your life and Oof. reflect on kind of the single journey. We have a, a number of Oof. black women who listen to Truth's Table. That- and not easy and not easy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's funny, too. I'll say this, you know, when God gives you, you know, and this is for whoever is for when God gives you a ministry or a mission in your heart, it's like. I moved to Detroit partially to work on music, but also because I had been engaged. Um, and so that was 15, 16 years ago. Mm. Um, and I was ready to get married. I was so excited. He mm. was a believer. Things kind of started happening between us. It just wasn't really falling in place. And so, you know, I found myself, you know, I moved to Detroit in 2004. And by 2000, by the middle of 2005, I was single again. Mm. Um, and I was devastated. Um, and vowed to just kind of give the Lord, you know, my purity. And so for, I want to say for about nine years, I was, you know, I, I didn't, I think I dated maybe twice, um, but had managed to remain pure and, you know, just was not doing, it was like no kisses, no nothing, no, Mm -hmm. no nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I want to say maybe in 2013 and a, a pure, ah, a pure movement had might, maybe a pure, a pure had come out. And I think maybe I was on year three of a pure movement. Things were going well, campaigns going well, everything's going well. Um, and then I look up and realize, you ever just been at a restaurant having a good time with your friends and you mm-hmm. you then it hits you that it's been 30 minutes and the server has not come yet with your food? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? The so that's kind of, <laughs> yes, yes. So that's what was happening with me relationally. I was like, hold up, Lord. Now hold up now. I done done this pure movement thing now. And I done been I done been celibate now, Lord. Now um I've been without someone since I've been listen now, it's been nine years now. What's going on, Lord? 
What's up? And then was angry and was, you know, frustrated and fell, you know, fell into sexual morality and was like, yo, God, you don't love me no more. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) And really just wrestled, you know, really Mm. went back and forth with, you know, getting back on the horse again and, and, and being restored. And I, you know, during that process of signalness before now, I'm just so grateful for my faith community and my sisters who just held me down, held me accountable and brothers too, you yeah. know, who would check me. And I would definitely bring people around my, my bro, shout out to ironically, or Iomas and just different people. And it'd be like, mm, no, mm, no. Oh, for real sis. Really? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was not easy. I think just, it's very important to have people who you can, not everybody. One, I don't think everybody, especially being older, you know, I, I'll be 41 August 8th. I just got married June 6th. Um, and my fiance and I, our husband and I were (laughs) started dating, uh, February, of this year. Wow. You know, so that's one thing too. Yeah, um, wow. you know, and I everybody's story is different, but when you get older, all of this business about, oh, we're gonna wait a year, we're gonna wait two years. Listen, either you know or you don't, either you're gonna figure it out or you're not. But all of this lingering and oh, we gonna be together the next thing you know is year three, and he mess around and marry sister Susie. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, everybody's different. But for me, I really do appreciate that my husband was like, so yeah, gonna, yep, I like you. Yep, gonna, engagement was two months later. It was like, we started dating in November. I had a ring. No, we started dating in December, pardon me. And I had a ring on my finger February 5th. Wow, wow, mahogany. You and know, then, I, oh yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Uh-huh, no, uh-huh. no, go ahead. And then, like I said, and then he was like, Yeah, so I want us to be married in June. And I was like, okay. oh, That's only six months. I can't plan a wedding. He's like, Yeah, we don't need all that. Like, let's go. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. And I think I think um, what's so powerful is I think a lot of our sisters will resonate with, you know, with that. Because it, it, like I said earlier, I think to you, it's something, it's, it, it is, Marriage is a miracle in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting two cities together, mm-hmm. um, under mm-hmm. covenant of marriage, mm-hmm. and walking together. You mm-hmm. know that is a miracle at twenty five. It's a miracle at forty. But it's something yeah. very special when you're talking about somebody who's forty, who's now yeah. in their forties or yeah. late thirties, and they've been waiting. And so, not to diminish the sisters at you know at twenty five, you know, and twenty seven, but but there's something I think powerful about that. And I know that our sisters would will really resonate. Uh, with your story, you know they hear us, you know here and there on this topic some from time to time. But we was like, let's ask Mahogany. Let, let, yeah, let no, her. I mean it's real. Like I said, I was and <laughs> and my bro, my first broken engagement. Like I, I mean, since that engagement, I hadn't been in a real dating relationship or anything that was a prospect. Like I could change my status on Facebook. Right. <laughs> kind of like right. I'm seeing someone since it since him you know mm. so really you know i haven't been in situationships or just like lord i'm so sorry forgive me you know right, right. A, you know a few sprinkles of those not too many mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah it'd been 15 years of like yeah. no hope nobody in sight nothing yeah and you're like lord is this gonna happen the lord did it so 
Praise the Lord, sisters. You keep on praying and trusting yeah. the Lord, and you see what God will do. So, and I then think when God. and then when He sent them, remember that's what you prayed for, and keep praying because it, it's not easy either. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta, now you gotta you gotta keep on praying now, exactly, because <laughs> the spiritual warfare is real yes. in marriage and in singleness. You know, exactly. either way, yeah. it's just um, it's different. You know, like my friend said uh, to me a week ago, sometimes you just want a different struggle. Okay, yeah. and so now this is a different one. So, so yeah. God bless you um, and our sisters. You know, I just, I think your story is encouraging, you know, and it talks about the the importance of the, the need for, you got to be courageous in order to love, right? And you have to yes. know what you want and you got to know um, when you're ready. And everybody's story is different, but I think that your story is beautifully orchestrated by the Lord, clearly, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he did a quick thing. Um, speaking of quick things, I'm wondering if you could bust a rhyme for us real quick, like at the table. Just bless us with your hey, lyricism, sister. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Okay, um, I'll do this uh, over. Um, you the focus of my conversation. Come around and my heart gets a palpitating. My mind gets a calculating. How I can maneuver just to get closer to you sooner. Give me that schoolgirl effect. Got me giggling and blushing and my palms getting wet. I ain't met nobody who can match you yet. Cubic zirconian trying to pass baguettes. Pebbles kick rocks and move to the left. They Mount you Mount Kilimanjaro, they molehills at best. Forever it's you who pique my interest. Tickle my intellect, my attention, you arrest my love Dr. Strange, let away you coast on the waves of my brain. No, it sounds as if I'm slightly deranged, medically diagnosed, clinically insane, but I'm just crazy in love with you. Let the fact that you let me be bugged with you, while out just a bit, lose a screw or two. I tell you this though, I'm never losing you. So that's like an old verse. It's like one of my verses that I wrote, but it was it was to the Lord, you know what I mean? And it was mm, to God. Just mm. let him know, like at that time, being a single, that his love really kept me and ministered to there me. There you go. You there know, you go. So, so, I love yeah. it. I love hey, I love a good hip hop love song. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Especially if it's to Jesus. Come on now. And, so, <laughs> and some people feel like, oh, you can't have all that with the Lord. But listen, that's listen. God kept, you know, yeah. I don't know. His love keeps us. It holds us. His love constrains us. It holds us in. It we 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 can't make it out without the love of the Lord now. So as God is love, that's what he is. Um, well, you know what? This is our force fun, force fun segment. So (laughs) we gonna ask you some of our little fun questions. Um, I'm gonna start off with the um we still need a theme song for this segment, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about your superpower. If you uh, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? I think I actually give you the options. Let me think. You can options. be. Um, you can I, either you could fly. Mm-hmm. You could you can uh, make yourself invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. What else? What's another superpower? I think those are the two that we that we typically. Say it again. Only two. No, Only two stops. Yeah, wait, wait, what you got? you got? No, no, no. You have one in mind? What, is, what do you have? So I think it would be, I would I would be like my girl L. I would want to have the power. No, 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 no. 
I would want to have um, not mental telepathy, but I would. Yeah, is oh, that when yeah. you can read minds? to read minds? Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I think that was the third one. Sorry, my bad. Okay, you want to be a mind reader? Okay, yes. that's interesting. I'm like. Yeah, I'd be wanting to see. I, that's why I, I was like, I think I want to be invisible. That way I could just be in the room and see what people say. But you're right. You want to get in their minds. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. it. I feel it. Either that or invisibility. Either mind read or invisibility. I think okay. the teetering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One of those two. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are you currently bumping? If we didn't get into Mahogany's car, what are you bumping right now? Okay, that's such a good question. It's such a great. Okay, so I know that this album is old, and I wasn't even aware of just how dope he is. But right. I'm a really big like Andy Mineo and words, um, words played, words played. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love, 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 love. Um, the, I really like Tierra Whack. Okay, um, yep. I, I like her a lot. She's very creative. Um, and I've just been listening to instrumentals. I know I'm corny. I've been like really, I'm looking at my my uh, iPod thing now. Um, Shallow. I love Lady Gaga and Bradley's song, Shallow. I'm okay. Oh, one. yeah. I just watched I that movie. That. I didn't know oh. it was going to be depressing. I was like, uh-oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I know, right? For... <laughs> I was like, nobody warned me. But okay. I just, I literally just watched it um, last week. I, I do like that song. I was like, this um, is a good song. Coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> okay. Um, super dope. And let me think, who else am I bumping that I can't like let go of? Um, uh, Torin Wells, Hills and Valleys. It's like one of my favorite songs. Okay. Um, Camp Sessions. Um, really just been loving. Um, I can't say his name properly. Is it Osby? Who's that? He's like an amazing, like he's such a dope vocalist. He has a song called So Will I. And this other oh, song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know, to be honest, but I know people really love So Will I. It's, is no. it, it's O-S-B-Y or O-S-B-E-Y yeah, or yeah. something? O-S-B-Y. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I actually don't know how to pronounce his name. I hope that's how we pronounce it, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got so, it. It's kind of weird. Oh, and this new artist, his name is Buddy. Fire. Okay. Fire Great. I'm loving this variety, okay? Very eclectic, very eclectic. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. So we got, now this is the segment where we got one guy to go. Okay. 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 So we go by first names only because this is, these are legends now. Okay. So the options are Aretha, mm-hmm. Shaka, mm-hmm. Anita, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Out of those Anita. four. Yep. Anita. Yeah. Anita. Mm-hmm. Whitney. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anita. Anita's got to go. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so what tell me, tell me, tell me, what's the science behind that? <sighs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I sorry, I mean, listen, you just said Aretha, you just said Shaka. I did. Whitney. I mean, yeah. Whitney, come on. I mean, okay. <laughs> she might she because of Shaka's lack of discography. Maybe Shaka, yeah. but I mean, but the songs that Shaka's done, who can, who can, how can you have a barbecue without a Shaka song? <laughs> how can you live your life without you know, a Shaka song? You no. know, that is actually a that's a fair standard. Actually, I think that's a the bar the cookout barbecue. Depending on where you're from, I know we you know there's right. regional differences on what we call it, but right. you're right. I mean, yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought about that. I, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's a, a no fair. One in the world can love me. I can get with her. I can get with her, but not like that. Like yeah, but you like cookout. You think of barbecue? Okay, that's a that's yeah. a fair litmus test. You know, I love me some. I love me some Anita now. So, 
I mean, I love, this is this is what I will say. Her vocal range is closer to what I'm probably able to accomplish. So I know I that's right. But because I'm very, the voice is, is very basic. Oh my god! But I'm yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is so funny. Okay, now who? Okay, your top three MCs. Oh, that's too hard. Or should I make it five? Should I make it five? Is that more okay, fair? Okay, 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 okay. Because I'm, um, I'm thinking about doing a one guy to go for that one, but I was like, I'm not going to do that. It's just too hard. I'm going to just, your top five. Who's your top five? Okay, so. Um, hip hop edition, y'all. Hip hop edition. Let them know. Okay. Okay. We, ain't, we ain't never done a hip hop edition. So. Okay, so hip hop hip hop edition for top five. I would have to say, um, that's hard. Uh, uh, okay, um, uh, uh, okay, um, most deaf. Um, Andre three thousand. Oh yes. Um, J Cole now. Wow! Um, wow! I'm shocked. J Cole. I'm J. Cole shocked. Okay. Over Kendrick. Before it was Kendrick, but I would have to. Oh no! no. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. 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 Lauren. Lauren yeah, Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. And I only get one more, right? Yeah. Um, one more. One more. Oof. Uh, I don't know. It's too tough. My brain. I mean, I guess I say Biggie. Biggie. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Biggie? Okay. Maybe. Interesting. Really. I, was, I was really, I was really a tree hugger. Like you know, growing up, I loved all. Like I love your De La Souls. Yeah, I love like, tribe. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was here for ready to die, but I wasn't that aggressive. <laughs> I, right, right. I understand this. I, I mean, I, I, I was, and so <laughs> I was like, baby, yeah. Wu Tang, Mob Dick. Now, you know now Wu Tang, yeah. Shook ones, yes, yes. yes, yes. You know, I'm True. gangster boo at the table. But uh, okay, help me to understand the science behind J Cole, though, please. Listen, how, how? I, this is this is what I'll tell you. Initially, I was not a fan because I felt like anybody could do what he does. But he has okay. The same way people love Mary J. Blige, right? She right. technically she's not a good singer, but you always would listen to her over Faith. Why? Because she told you she gave you a piece of herself. She gave you her life. Like that is what true artistry should mm. bear. It's not always about acrobatics. It's really about being able to properly communicate. Now lyrically, he is coming with. Uh, Afro, you know, uh, like he's coming with the acrobatics, but he's also able to just communicate a story. Like I could listen to Forest yeah. Hill Drive over listening to like Kendrick's album. Like you can just leave wow. it and over pimp like, oh, over cool. to pimp a, but- a butterfly. I, pimp, this is the thing that I'm learning. I love as that well. album. I love that album, and I listened to that album. I want to say five times. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because you really have to be fully plugged in and engaged and paying attention. You know what I mean? Like you can't just walk away. You can't just, it's like, you have to really be all in. You have to pay attention to every detail, which I love because I'm that type of artist. Like I want people to do that to my work too. But as a, as a listener, as a just, okay, I'm just driving down the street. Like, man, I don't know if I'm ready to take on like world's peace right now, bro. (laughs) I just want to go to the grocery store. Okay. Yeah. So Cole is not as deep as Kendrick B. He, Cole can be deep. He just has ability, an ability to tell a story and communicate it in a way that is that's a little bit more accessible. Accessible. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. I, I understand the science. I don't agree, but I see the science. Ah, you know no, I mean Kendrick. Listen, Kendrick will wrap circles. Kendrick will wrap circles around Cole. Oh, yes. but I'm. But I think Facts. me right now at this place of my artistry, I think that's another thing too. 
as a woman, the pressure that a lot of women have, and they would talk about this, is like you always have to be better than the boys. There's always this pressure to right, prove yourself. Right, right. And that always doesn't make for great music. True. So learning how to your your primary role, you know, as a messenger, as you make music, as you minister, is to create points of connection and mm-hmm. to create points of access and to just, you know, give yourself to the human experience. So you can make dope art, but it's also important that people have access to it. Like, yeah. you know, you can pontificate the illest, the illest scripture. You can tear it apart, you can exegete it to all wherever, but if it's not applicable and if I can't live it, it was super deep. That's great. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Can, how can I walk this out? How can I live this? No, you're right. I mean, people got to get the point that you poking them with or else what, yeah. what are you doing? What's you know, that, that's in any discipline that you, that you in. So I appreciate that analysis, sis. I do. I really do. Um, thank you for doing the hip hop edition. The only time yes. we've done it. So we had to yes. do it with you yes. at the table. Yes. Um, you know what, Mahogany, why don't you, this is your time to talk to um, our sisters and let them know what you're up to, how they can follow you, um, follow your projects, just just any and everything that you're in. Talk to them and let them know how they can keep up with you. Yes, yes, yes. So first of all, I hope you have an opportunity to listen to this and to share with other people. Um, I'm a big (laughs) Instagram person. I'm a follow backer. So follow me at Instagram. That's at M-A-H-O-G-A-N-Y-J-O-N-Z. Um, my website is Mahogany Jones, but that's M-A-H-O-G-A-N-Y-J-O-N-E-S.com. So please check out my website. Um, and just, yeah, reach out to me on the gram. I'm all about it. Um, I'm working, like I said, on new music. I'm working with ironically of what's the irony and also have the pleasure of working with my wonderful husband. Shout out to Dre Marshall, um, who's with the thirties. Hi, boo. Um, (laughs) so we're working on new music and a new project and, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely gearing up uh, a pure movement is currently doing programming um, at about five schools in conjunction with the union in Detroit. And so if you reach out to me and you have any place where you'd like to maybe check out the curriculum and you'd like for me to send it to you and you'd like to kind of plug and play it, I'd love to have a conversation around that. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just getting adjusted to Mary life, working on this new music. Um, yes. Getting ready for a kingdom choice award. So if you're a New Yorker or if you're coming out, um, please come through, get a ticket, support a sister. She's getting this lifetime achievement award. Come on. Um, and yeah, just keep me in prayer that I'm a great wife and a great woman of God and that y'all get this fire music and support it because it's coming in like September. Yes, y'all get this heat, get this heat, yo. Mahogany ain't playing with y'all. So <laughs> sis, thank you so much for sit, taking at the, a seat at the table with us. We are so honored to have you at the table, really and truly. My little hip hop heartbeat is just fluttering. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> and of course, we want to take some time to thank our sisters also for taking a seat at the table with us this week. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about Black girl magic with mahogany jones using the hashtag truth table follow us on twitter and instagram at truth table or email us your thoughts at ask table at gmail.com don't forget to rate and review the show on itunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player truth table has a patreon account now so y'all can send your love offerings to www.patreon.com slash truth table 
or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is www.paypal.me slash truthstable. Truthstable is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York, and we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.